livepodcasts.fm. Hello? I can't really hear myself. Hello? Oh, now I can, oh, there we go. Now I can hear myself. But it's a, a bit loud. Oh. Uh, do, do a little bit softer. Oh, man, I sound amazing. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah, guys, like, normally I just, let me just be honest. Um, before every episode of The Binge League, I create a little bit of a structure to how the podcast is going to go. And today, uh, I didn't do that because if the Game of Thrones writers don't care, why should I? Mm. Hey, I think I think this man started off this episode of the podcast in a such in such a opinionated manner. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's just start with introductions. My name is Shannon, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the voice of reason in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> D, who are you? Uh, my name is D. Um, handle at the real Arctic D. Don't forget to follow hashtag binge league. I am. The actual voice of reason. <laughs> you couldn't even think of anything better to say, no, so you're just no, trying no, no. to say no. Part. But like these, these are the facts of it. You know, you know, you are the most unreasonable person within this podcast. hundred oh, percent. I'm the child. <laughs> yeah. oh, speaking about more unreasonables, clearly I am the one that is wrong according to the two voices of reason. You've been here, but both of you are wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, well, you know what? Let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's start our very successful podcast with the. Wow. What is the the episode was called The Bells. The episode Bells. five of Game of Thrones was called The Bells. Also, spoilers just for anyone who hasn't watched episode five yet. Yeah. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Actually, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones at all. Yeah. Spoilers all around. But anyway, let's jump into it. Mm, the episode begins. So obviously, let's just recap a little bit of last week. Um, shit's about to go down. And this episode is all about that shit going down. And the first thing I want to address is the execution of Lord Varys. Feelings, gentlemen, discuss them. It's been a long time coming, though. <laughs> let's, let's, let's be real about it. Let's be real about it. Because, like, Lord Varys is... Um, what, what, what is he to, to the Queen? He is... Um, One of the hands. Whispers. Yeah, what? the Master, master of whispers. whispers. Master of Whispers. Yeah. But that nigga been whispering. <laughs> he been it's like 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 seasons on seasons. He's been a whisperer. I, mm. I'm 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 actually shocked he made it to the end of the season. Mm. I mean, to, yeah, to the end of of the whole franchise. Yes, whatever you want to call it. Yes. English has escaped yeah. you, my friend. Huh? Oh, 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 okay. This is karma. Yeah. <laughs> right. What do you think about right. the execution of Lord Varys on Detepo's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful? Recollection of events Varys has been The The thorn In the yeah. side Of every Game of Thrones Fan Because he's either That good person And goes back to George R.R. Uh, R. Martin's Grey character Kind of vibe He's sure. just He's just been Irritating But great At the same time It's like You don't know what it is But This last scene The scene <laughs> Of him asking that kid is she eating? Is this happening? No. Okay, but with great risk comes even greater reward. All of those things. He, all he cares about is the Iron Throne. And his last words were, I hope I'm wrong. And mm. I hope I deserve this. He but wasn't. He wasn't and he didn't. And it's just a fitting end to a character that has seen out plenty, 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 plenty. A plenty, fitting plenty. end. I think that at the end of this entire season is going to be a podcast by itself because mm. 
a fitting end. I don't know. Because what happened, the part about Varys' execution that got to me was that Tyrion betrayed him. Um, and the problem with that is that Tyrion probably knows by now, obviously what happens late in the episode, but I think even at the time that he must be in love with Danny, that he, he's blinded by that because she's not going to be a good re- ruler. Mm. I think he's in love with her because mm. Varys is right. Varys tried to have her killed, you know, poisoned, whatever. Mm. And I must say, I was sad to see him leave because consistently since the beginning of the series, he was for the realm. I'm always for the realm. <laughs> and that was consistent. So that's why it was quite interesting. But the, thing, the fact that he got burnt alive by uh, Drogon and didn't scream, I was like, dog, yeah, you have balls. Even though like, he, you, well, he doesn't that's have, but he has. Like, physically, you don't have balls. But <laughs> to sit there in silence as you're being burnt, Going to laugh and like, nah, fam, I ain't gonna give you the satisfaction. I'm like, just gonna take it like a man. Okay, well, take, take it. it like a eunuch, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But yeah, that's how. I mean, that's how. And I mean, what's what was very important about the 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 various um, execution is that we see Danny. And um, in the beginning of the season, she's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and in love with her nephew and everything's so great. And now we see her in this episode at Dragonstone and she's looking decrepit. So at this moment, gentlemen, what do you think was going to... How, how this episode was going to go? Having, seeing um, Danny being yet again rejected by her nephew, executing Varys without even a look on her face, what do you think? Yeah, that all goes back to the recap of last week's episode. Missandei, Rhaegal... Shit. Just mm. burying Jorah as well. She's angry. She's mad. And the foreshadowing of the Mad Queen. Ha ha. Great. But there was only one way this episode was going to go. Plain and simple. Even, especially when Tyrion went to her and said, someone has betrayed you. And sure. she immediately went to Jon. There was only one outcome for this entire episode. And that was... She was going to destroy Cersei and King's Landing. Mm. And forget about anyone else. No one is going to stand in her way. Mm. And she's actually going to keep a dragon alive while she's flying around on it. Sure. For the one episode. I mean, one dragon versus a city versus one, two dragons versus one ship. It makes no sense. But she did it and it was that singular purpose of hers. 100%. Do you, what's, uh, your, what's your spin? Honestly, I think this episode could have gone like the complete opposite way. Mm. Then again, voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> I am the voice of reason. <laughs> well, um, as much as we saw the build-up to mm. Daenerys turning into a mad queen, in the back of our minds, we all know that Daenerys is reasonable. Mm. You know. Was. As, as, well, okay, cool, was. I mean, yes, given the fact that she had to deal with so much pain, all sure. these people and pits dying. But it, I think it, it kind of did build up. And, and now um, Tyrion comes in as literally a little snitch. And snitches on Varys. <laughs> I know. I was not for that. Just like <laughs> no, no, okay. no. Honestly, that was that was one of the last things I, I expected blow. from Tyrion. Yeah. Um, but she did have to find out one way or another. It was him or someone else. Mm. Well, and had yeah. it come from someone else, he probably would have been beheaded. I think what was um, well, this episode, the way to it's difficult to analyze because not much happened, but a lot happened. So this is the thing: we've got these two huge armies. We've got all of the north. The 
Dothraki that have seemed to multiply by the thousand after Dude. like four people <laughs> left <laughs> and the Dothraki and the Unsullied all came back from, oh no, we were just hiding on all the dead bodies, you know? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> but, That's a possibility. <laughs> Dude, I'm so confused. But anyway, so we've got the showdown between <laughs> uh, the North, Dothraki, Unsullied versus the Golden Company. The King's Guard. The King's Guard. Yes. And everyone. And what happens? Drogon. You had honest swear, guys. But he trapped them all, dog. This is the thing that what, what annoys me about the series right now is that last episode, we saw Rhaegal go down with three arrows in him. But in this episode, where um, there's at least eight or nine or ten ships, none of them can hit Drogon. Mm. I, I, th- I think that takes us back like two episodes back when they were at, in the war, the war room. Sorry. Mm. When they were in the war room. Um, you guys remember when I told you that she should have planned this out better? I think think she had the time to sit back and reflect like, yo, if they come at me like this, I'm going to turn like this. I'm going to swerve. You know what I mean? But she could have done that with both dragons. That's the thing. But she just did not sit back, relax, think about it, try to think of all the probable outcomes of Mm. it. And what happened was the strategy that she used was perfect. Instead of flying at a reasonable altitude, she came straight down. Coming straight sure. down, you're looking at everything. And as, as we said in the, last, in the last episode of this podcast, to try and hit a dragon in mm. mid-flight when the dragon knows what's going on and the rider knows what's going on, it's virtually impossible. Sure. So that's why, first things first, come straight down, kamikaze style, bomb the ships and... Destroy them. Just destroy them. And same thing with the scorpions. My on, goodness. They were, they were posted on the wall of King's Landing. Easy, easy, easy fix. Get half of them down because they can't move around very quickly and to reload takes a long time because it's such big arrows. Yeah. Get half of them down once. The rest of them don't have enough time to recover. Come from the back like he did yeah. against the Golden Company. Which, the and Golden Company <laughs> of 20 men in total. Effectively. <laughs> Where was the 20,000 I was promised? Look, there were no elephants, of course. Like, that sucks. But ah, so there were 20 golden elephants. men. It was like it was a band of them or something. But this is the thing. From my side, my, my struggles and my... Oh, my struggles, guys. Is that it's quite ironic that... Um, the way that the season is going so far, six episodes and the writers said, we're doing this so it doesn't feel rushed. Um, we can get all the, the, you know, we can really focus two years mm. on maximum. They have rushed the entire mm. thing. Mm. The entire thing. And like, mm. what is annoying me, like with Drogon being able to destroy the fleet and Rhaegar going down, with the Unsullied just drop, like coming back from nowhere, the Dothraki coming out. It's like the writers say, ah, don't worry, they're not going to notice. And that's that's the part of the, the writing that I can't stand, that physically these things are not adding up. Mm. The fact that they were completely wiped out at, at Winterfell, and if anyone has seen the trailer for the next thing, it looks like there's 10,000 Dothraki mm. or Unsullied. I'm mm. like, where did this come from? Mm. And like I get, okay, cool. I, I like your, your answer of like Drogon kamikazing the ships <laughs> and coming from the other side with the scorpions. Mm. That that I can, I can, I can feel like that makes a lot of sense. The part that I, I think this might be jumping the gun a little bit. What annoyed me is that like Cersei in the tower saying, "Our our men will defend us. They will fight better than any soul swords. This city will not fall." She's literally watching the city burn to ashes, and she's not a dumb character. So why? Why is this happening? But then it goes back to, I think, as well. Obviously, and I agree with you 100% voice of reason. It's not making sense. There's a lot of things. And the character arcs are 
completely out of whack. Jamie, Jamie makes no sense. I don't know what the hell they were. Yeah, what is the point of Brian being uh, such a big part of his? Exactly. Arc? So now my thing as well is Danny. Obviously, there's a lot that's happened to her in one episode alone. She sure. lost. She buried Jora. Lost wow. Rhaegal. Mm. Uh, and lost Missandei. That's a lot. But that and no one loves her here. Of and, course, and obviously no one loves her in Westeros. And she she felt that from episode one. She's like, oh, uh, John's like, yeah, us, us Northerners don't much trust anyone else, kind of thing. So it just it was very rushed. Her her flip was very rushed. Cersei sure. was. I don't her know. Plan I think. Was I think it was her plan was just she's not a she. She needed Jamie for that. But in her development, for especially in this episode, it was more of, you know, I've done this and I've I I think I'm the new Tywin Lannister. I am the, I am the matriarch of this great house, and I know better because I learned from my father, and I'm not the stupidest Lannister. But she's stubborn, and she was, completely. Ill prepared, completely ill prepared. Sure. All, mean, of, all makes... of the things that she tried to do, sorry, D. All of the things that she tried to do was easily wiped out in the first twenty minutes of the battle. All, all the scorpions, the Iron Fleet, Euron, all Yo, of that what gone. There was no battle. She was worse than the Night King. Effectively, <laughs> that, dude. Like everyone, like everyone, can we just all agree that we missed the Night King, bro? Oh, no, no, I no. Actually yeah, do. no. I you know, I like. I, I was watching that episode, and all I could think was, "Damn, Shannon was right." Shannon is I'm always. Not, I'm, right. I'm not gonna tell him, but um, he was right. The problem, also, like you saying that I'm right or whatever, um, is that um, the thing is, everyone kind of justified that um, there was gonna be a. Okay, the showdown. We were promised a showdown for eight seasons that it was gonna show up with the Night King. And like, no, the showdown is gonna be with Cersei. It's gonna be a massive showdown. And they just got trapped, bro. Like, what it, showdown? It was it was, it was it was literally an ass whooping. Yeah, but also it was, it was an ass whooping. I mean, let's look at Daenerys and um, her little conversation with Jon. Mm. You know, um, <laughs> she was like, "Okay, cool. They don't love me." So we'll just instill fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like, who's left to be scared when everyone's gone? And she says all the time, I'm not going to be queen of the ashes and stuff like that. Well, it's, that's the thing. Like, I understand. Everyone's like, no, the signs were there, bro. The signs were there. She was always crazy from season one. <laughs> but I disagree, though, because I watched an episode of Inside the Thrones, which is the writers, yeah. uh, David and the other, Dumber and Dumber. I'm just calling that. <laughs> they and talk, David, and yeah. I'm going to get to one of the most important moments of this episode. So what we've discussed is that Drogon has completely demolished, uh, raised the city. Everything's burning. The The allies, I mean, the good, they're all running in, like mm-hmm. destroying the city, whatever. There is a moment now where, and this episode is called The Bells for a good reason because Tyrion's plan was that if the bells toll, the city has surrendered. Yes. That was his entire thing. Once the bells have told the city is surrendered, we don't have to fight it anymore. Mm-hmm. And a very victorious Drogon and um, Danny. Danny sitting upon the wall hears the, the, the bells. And like obviously this is a piece. Instead of deciding, okay, I've destroyed my, my foes. I can even, you know, I can chill out. We've won the battle. She decides to go into a blood wrath and starts destroying not the Red Keep at first, but by like innocent people. And mm. I just want to jump on something real quick before you guys get in. My my problem with this is that D and Dumb, Dumb and Dumber, they were saying that why Danny decided to do this was because she saw the Red Keep and in her mind she thought about the fact that her family had built this place and how they were portrayed and that's what 
took it into this rage. And I'm like, but then what is the point of Miss Sunday's death? What is the point of Rhaegar's death? What is the point of not being loved? Like, the story that you're trying to tell and what I saw on screen is then two different things. Because if you told me, no, she flew into rage because her best friend is dead, no one loves her, and she's like, screw it. I mean, there's nothing. Let me just go into rage. I like that. Mm. But you telling me that because she saw the red keep... She went into a mad rage. Yeah. And it doesn't she, make sense. Even if she did see the red keep, that's it would a, be because a, she sees... Heap of cow dung, man. She sees Cersei there. She's like, okay, sure. Cersei's there. That's where I'm going. And then that's initially what I thought was going to happen. Mm. That she was going to go to the red keep, burn the entire thing down. Not the whole city. That's fine. But just the red keep and then carry on with it. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Because we were talking about it before we, we started the podcast and Shannon was like... I don't understand what the writers are saying her motive was because what her motive was on screen what we is saw. not what you're saying. Exactly. And you're right. It complete, that, that, that doesn't make sense because it's just... Though Westeros doesn't love her, her all of her people are dead. I'm going to fuck shit up. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean given, given that story, I don't think the motive makes sense at all. As a TV... And at all. Yeah. I mean, I was... Freaking fuming while I was watching that whole episode. <laughs> All of us. It it really did not it make reeked. any sense. Cause like the last thing I expected was for such. I'm sorry to say this. That was a trash episode. Like oh. given given the fact that um, Battle of Winterfell was cut so short and we didn't get so much out of it, I expected more out of um, episode four or episode five. And after reading that episode five is so lit, I was like sitting there on the edge of my table. Only to find that Daenerys is gonna go ham over nothing, and the like. I agree with you, and I, I, I came up with a thing for this. Is like, what's the opposite of the edge of my seat? I became the seat. That's how bored I was. <laughs> there was no stakes. There was no one who's gonna lose. I was honestly just very frustrated and ashamed. This might just be, sound like a personal attack on the writers, but the people that. We entrusted with the show, right? There's a story of them. This is them saying the first, the pilot of Game of Thrones that they shot, the one that we all watched on the, the very first episode, was not the first pilot. They had to reshoot the first pilot because they had managed to um, not make it obvious that Cersei and Jamie were brother and sister. So HBO said, Isn't this like a, quite a big part of the story? And they were like, Oh crap, did you guys not know that they were brother and sister? They had to reshoot the pilot. And this is now the people that are in charge of the series. Yeah, but also it's the same people that are also in charge of the series from all I know, the I know. I'm just saying, like this now. is one story I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's just that, what, it, what it feels like is this episode, there were a lot of huge moments that didn't really pay out because they were so rushed. Yeah, and that, that is true. I do agree with you. There's a lot of rushing, there's a lot of mm. just. We'll do it. We're doing it for the sake of doing it. I'm not gonna lie. I loved this episode. This episode was fantastic. But sure. I do understand that there is that other element of just rushing and yes. random arcs and shock value. No and uh, uh, yeah, actually, that's exactly what it there's is. No there's no tension. There's no ten intangible tension that you can feel off screen because you know something is about to happen. What is about to happen? I.e., uh, Reigns of Casimir. Oh, cat! Here's Bring a me band back, playing. Man. Here's a here's a, a very somber, um, depressing sound. She's like, something is about to happen, and you can Jeez. feel that tension. But you're like, nah, they're all happy. They're all in alliance. Nothing's gonna happen. And then the red wedding happens. Sure, you expect like that's the kind of tension that needs to be built. Yes, even the night in in the last scene before the Night King perishes, mm. there was that tension. 
They're just looking at each other. Brand the useless is not saying anything. Obviously, <laughs> Brand the useless. Night King. First of my name. <laughs> Brand the useless. First of my name. <laughs> He's not seeing anything. He's not saying anything. Night King's not saying anything. And then there's just that whisper. And you're like, oh, what? What is that? Yeah. Did John make it? Who? Yeah. Who's way? And then out of the shadows comes Arya. And you're like, yeah, dope. Yeah, that that's that tension that we that we missed in this episode. Even Clegane Bowl, you didn't know what was going Ooh, on. Let's jump in there. Uh, D, what I, th- I think, Clegane, I think the Clegane whole for season. You. Clegane Bowl between the two um, the two brides. What are we saying? Shit. <laughs> I, think, I, I, I think someone else started with that one off. Sure, Clegane Bowl was an absolute <laughs> anticlimax, but it was entertaining nonetheless because, whoo, Kyburn, what an oh, ending. What an ending. Can, can I be honest? Like, my perspective of Clegane Bowl, again, huge build up, eight seasons. I'm going to destroy the mountain. Obviously, that wasn't... I don't know what, what accent that was. I'm so sorry. I don't <laughs> what is he? I don't even know. He's like... That was fuck the queen. That was, o- that was Oberyn. You were trying to do Oberyn yeah, and Oberyn died. Yes, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. like a Danish dub but version anyway, of Game of so, <laughs> No, for me, Clegane Ball was just an utter crock of shit. Oh. Like, what I really enjoyed and the memes just went over is Cersei sneaking away. She's like, she lifts her skirt. She's like, don't mind me, boys. I'm just, I'm <laughs> just, I'm just walking by. Oh, excuse me. Oh, look there. Oh, wow. But uh, as you say, uh, Kyburn, a death. I laughed out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I can say. Like, great death, but uh, I mean... Yeah, no, it was. It was brilliant. It was just funny. It was that's, just like, it was hilarious to watch. Because it was literally just the obey your queen. Dush, dush. Yeah, and then it is nothing. It's just a punch in his face. That's, that's I was, no, I think what I found funny is that his body didn't look real. I mean, no. whatever. <laughs> that's the part that I love. That like, when you see it, like this crippled little thing, I was like, what? Is that the... Nah, guys. Has the budget gone that down? Oh, that you can't man. even afford a proper body so like weird. double, whatever. Yeah, that, was weird. Um, Ooh, that was funny, man. But the actual fight, uh, yeah, again, very little... I mean, the the only thing I felt while I was watching Clegane Ball was, I I should be sad that because okay, that the Hound is losing or is gonna die, but that's all I felt. D, um, and holy I, crap, I he, know, looked, he looked he looked bad. The I mountain know. looked terrible. He looked horrible. Ah, he looked yeah, horrible. That was the point, he looked though. he looked like um who's that who's that guy from Three Hundred. The, the king. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I actually, I was reading this one article where it said one of the problems. Okay, as it was cinematography was great in this episode, but there were very many moments where it kind of looked like Zack Snyder's Three Hundred, and Clegane yeah, Ball was yeah, one of them. Yeah. It kind of, kind of. I was expecting the slow-mo, like a whip coming out, <laughs> and like rhinos riding, and like with chain. I don't even know. Bro. Yeah, the I, I don't know, man. I think it doesn't matter what scene we look at. It's just, it's bad. just gonna come back to one thing. They rushed. Everything. Yeah, every yeah. everything was thing. rushed. Like you cannot build up, and when I'm expecting like three more build ups, now we suddenly yeah. at the place where we mm. need to be. Like, you can't do that, mm. man. You can't do that. What do you think though? With Clegane Ball, uh, the the end, the Hound dying, the mountain dying. Like what? What did you feel? I, I was obviously rooting for the Hound. The, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously. But as um, in terms of a spectacle, I was just like, okay, like I was sad that he died, but that was about it. Ugh, oh, man. I don't know, man. That that scene, like, didn't do anything didn't for do anything <laughs> for anyone. No, yeah, okay. It, it but didn't do anything, honestly. Um, I expected a whole lot more. You Like, the Hound has been looking forward to getting his vengeance for quite some time. But, 
it, it's all there is. No, maybe. but like there's the symbolism of. Because even in the fights, obviously the mountain tried to do his red viper thing again Yo, and that I was he scared, did to Oberyn, and I was like, "Oh no, not again!" I can't watch this. <laughs> but the like, the stab to the eye, cool, whatever. But in that entire scene, like the hound knew that he was, he was, it was over for him. He was sure. done. He was finished. So mm-hmm. what he did, which is what got them to Clegane Bowl in the first place, is took the mountain to the fire. He mm. hates fire. There's yeah. one thing that he's that he's it's like it's his biggest fear. But there's one thing that he cherishes more and yeah. that drives him more is that it's that revenge. That. I love my revenge. And but that's um, it. I love the fact that you're uh, really scraping the bottom of the barrel with symbolism now. But <laughs> no, it's, but that's no, I agree. What it is, I agree. Though. It is. Um, but as they were both falling to the fire, I literally was like, okay. And yeah, this is we're done. the worst part is that like this, the hound is a great character. And he is. He had a. I mean. Mm. I thought there was going to be one time where... I mean, I, you get it. The mm. fire, brilliant. But I mm. thought he would actually overcome it at some stage. But yeah, anyway, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> in terms of, yeah, uh, fitting ends. I don't know. So let's just also just jump in with everyone saying that there's a, <laughs> there's a subplot here that Jamie comes back from the north, Ugh. sneaks past the army, gets Ugh. released by Tyrion, and now... I don't know. What do you... What? What is the point of Brion at all? But anyway... Jamie is now trying his best to get back to Cersei while the city is being burned alive by a dragon. That felt like a page of a Disney book. Honestly. Honestly. Just um, character arc in tatters, in utter ruins. Yeah, that that disappointed me completely because it was like this entire thing was put together just so that Tyrion can free Jamie, how oh Jamie free Tyrion just before execution and try and save House Lannister, try and convince her to be different, change her mind, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's literally as if the writer said, yeah, okay, cool. You know, like mm, midway through filming, we know we gave you Jamie and Brienne. <laughs> Everyone wanted it and we screwed Torment over. But... Yeah. We're going to go now back to old Jamie. Jamie's yeah. going to die with Cersei, like he said in that one episode before. And that's a nice little wrap-up for them. I it wasn't. You. It was shit. It made no sense. Do something better. Can I say, though, like, as an actor, I'm just like, the poor actors and cast. Because the amount of videos I've seen, they are not okay with this season. And no, the they are, though. They is, are loving it, though. Like, obviously, people will context it. Like, the video you showed me the other day, they context it in their way. They but ask, they're enjoying Croft, it. Hey, how did you find this this uh, this season? Oh, it was the best. It was best season <laughs> ever. But my problem is that, like, like, hear me out, right? So we have the moment where Danny flicks the switch and now she's the mad queen upon this. So I'm like, as a director, I'm like, okay, Danny, so... The city's just surrendered and you now decide to go absolutely apeshit and burn them all to death, okay? And this poor actress must be like, um, yeah, okay, that, yeah, that makes total sense. I'm just like, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It does, though. <laughs> no, but, no, no, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. It does, though. Especially if you're telling me that the reason why she mad, went mad is because she saw a building that reminded about no. her about her family. Yeah, no, like, obviously that's not the reason why she went mad. Anyway. But it makes sense why she went let's mad. Let's go to like, Probably the most disappointing moment Uh, in the entirety of the Game of Thrones series. (laughs) The death of Cersei Lannister. She deserves so much worse. Oh my goodness. Pneumonia. um, Eaten by a dog. 
um, dragged behind the uh, an automobile. How about um, choking on baby feces? Uh, Any. <laughs> <laughs> What? You know, dying of of a cold, dying of of actual like smelly feet. Uh, oh, are you pretending to be Jamie and killing her? Like that was even that that would have been better. Or the prophecy be that said that she was gonna die uh, in the hands of a younger brother, uh, not in the hands of the hands of a younger brother. And people are like, mm-hmm. no, bro, it's because like Tyrion and Jamie's plan didn't work, so it, it, they failed. So that's no, no. Uh. Yeah. So let's yeah. just yeah, as I say, um, this, the Lannister the Lannister arcs made no sense. No sense. That was the biggest disappointment in this entire episode, and to be fair, this season so far. Sure, it's just disappointing. Tyrion is stupid. Jamie's dumb. Cersei it's didn't dumb. die properly. That's she the didn't problem. die. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like let's actually so as I say, um, there's so many ways she could have died. Mm. Like falling for, like head chopped off, falling out of the building, like, something like up cra- sped out by dragon. 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 Like in Shrek, that was done correctly. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like oh that's my a God, great did death. you just say Shrek is better than Game of Thrones? <laughs> I hundred percent did, and I, I will mean, stand by yeah, that. Listen, but Shrek is an she institution. Died because <laughs> she rocks fell on her. And well, a died. building fell on her. <laughs> An entire building Made of fell rocks. on her. But what yeah. did rocks have against her? We have so many great characters. John could have killed her. Arya could have killed her. Jaime could have killed her. Tyrion could have killed her. Maybe, maybe it's Drogon. also Drogon some sort of symbolism that the mountain fell on her. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You're taking my argument and you're bastardizing it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It was just a terrible, disappointing waste of a death. These arcs, these Lannister arcs have just been No, but seriously guys, think about all the, the like, I, I, I'm going to stay on this point right now because think about all the, the terrible things that Cersei has exactly. done. Exactly. Birthed Joffrey. Ugh. Full stop. <laughs> There's a whole it's a whole bunch of other stuff, but just for birthing Joffrey. That's it. And, I mean, and, guy, and then she she does because and in a in a fairy tale moment with her lover, they, just look at me, I'm the only one that matters, and that was Jamie, obviously a, a good character for. It's just it's not it's not fair. It it, it feels very unsatisfying. It really yeah, is they, unsatisfying. They just, just, just night king does the king. <laughs> I mean, if um, the whole thing is about fan pleasing or whatever, I'm a fan. I'm not pleased. No, there's no there's no fan service here. There's definitely no fan service. Dude, here. I was reading an article and on um by the time they aired um episode three, sure. Apparently, um episode four was the most l- the lowest rated of all of the Game of Thrones episodes. So, I think from here, man, it's just downhill, man. I don't know what the writers are doing. Oh, thank goodness. I don't know. Oh, have done. <laughs> I'll just say no, thank goodness there's one episode left. Because like for me right now, Game of Thrones, it's like if you go to someone's house Dude, and you relieve yourself and you're kind of like <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it doesn't go down the toilet, so you're starting to freak out, you like and you keep flushing the water. But you have to keep it enough time so that there's enough water that it doesn't just stay there. That's what Game of Thrones is right now. It's just a oh, turd in a, in, a, in, a, in a toilet just waiting to be flushed away. Wow. Okay. Well, also a better movie, flushed away. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you're on fire today. <laughs> like the city. Hey! All right. All also, right. just so you guys don't like miss the picture. Danny literally burnt children, mothers, parents alive. Not even just soldiers. Yeah, she she everybody, everybody. queen of ashes. And also the unsullied. Uh, once the Lannister armies threw down their weapons, decided to attack them and kill them. <laughs> yeah, but and they, they started yeah, raping women. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, it was just because people were. This is not going to be a happy ending. Anything. I get that. I get that. But it's just bad writing. Like I don't mind anything that happened this season, but it just there was no bullet. Rushed. Rushed. What rushed, about what about rushed. um. Let's look at Jon Snow's reaction once she started sure. burning John things down. John was all our reaction. 
Oh, man. But I think, remember when I called John a cuck? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, truthfully, when all of that started happening, it only started making sense. Like, he stopped falling in love with her and started realizing what is actually happening. Mm. It's something that he could have stopped a long time ago. Yeah. He, yeah. No, he, yeah. As Shannon said, John was all of us. It just, it's just shock and just what the hell and why and mm. this is not what you're supposed to be. And I think in that moment, he realized maybe I am the person that needs to now get another title and be king of Westeros. Oh my God. That, yeah, he's that guy in school we all hate because he just did nothing and he got anything. But <laughs> what the, what the exactly. series has done now, I guess kind of by breaking down the door and forcing its way to it is that Danny is officially the villain. Hmm? Oh no! I mean, again, it's grey characters. It's it's that grey area, and that's what it is. She grey, what grey? She's burned children alive. Yeah, that's. I think the grey is gone. It's black. <laughs> no, but it's black as night. <laughs> you can understand why. You know why she did it. Everyone hates her. She's I, sad, and you know what? I'm depressed. I'm just gonna go on a bender. Effectively, that's what that's, she did. But She's her just arc was, I understand. I get the outcome, but we didn't see enough. Like all things considered, I still don't. Th- I I would have preferred an episode where she walked off the dragon, walked to the streets, Misa, Misa, that kind of was whatever. But this bullshit of her burning children alive. No, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, it really, it really does. It's ru- it seems it really rushed. Does, it man. seems very shocky. It's just like for the shock value, effectively. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, you kind of understand why. Like, it's, again, the show is very problematic because this is a great feminist character. You know, but ally building, going to uh, break of chains, uh, you know, these kind of things. That's all gone now. Yeah. That is all gone. Everything. Yeah, I mean, I mean... That is a Cer- dumb Cersei's problematic dead, thing. But she lives on through Tenerys. <laughs> <laughs> and so on, so on, let's be She this, lives this in you. She uh, lives in me. I think me. the one thing the one thing I was thinking about, like when John actually realized that damn I done messed up is like the thought of going back to Cersei and Cersei's smirk. No, you mean Sansa. Sorry, Sansa. Yeah. Sansa. Same person. <laughs> <laughs> Sansa's face is just there and she's like, I told you so. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, I mean, there's so much more we could discuss in this episode. I mean, you're on Grey Joey, the useless shit that he is. I killed him. (laughs) Like, unspit in the book. Yeah, unnecessary. We don't have to. Blah, blah, blah. Mush, 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 mush. What's going to happen, guys, in the final episode? Well, going to final episode, obviously, Queen of Ashes. She saw this in season two (laughs) when she was in the House of the Undying. She saw the throne room, which looked like it was devastated by snow. Which people thought, oh yeah, that means Sean Snow is going to be on, on the throne. Mm. No, just means or that... Or the Night King was going to be there. Or the Night King. But now we know it just means that she completely destroyed the place. As well as... <laughs> and the people that live there. And the people that live there. So she's literally the Queen of Ashes. Sure. And I'm glad you picked that one up there. The next... The literal next thing that happens in that scene is she sees Carl. And she sees her unborn son. Mm. Which then... Begs the question. Does it beg the question? I feel like you're reaching, bro. No, I think she's going to die in the next episode. And who's going to kill her is going to be Arya Stark. Because <laughs> I need I'm, to, I'm, on, I'm on the same page with that one. <laughs> I need to kill the queen. I need to kill the queen. Not just yeah. Queen Cersei. Cersei obviously is on a list, but I need to kill the queen. 
and the queen now has green eyes and has burnt everyone in front of her. So what do, do you do? What do you think? Uh, you and I really agree, but I agree on that one. Voice of reason. <laughs> so from my I, side, I, I really do agree on that one. Um, we've been shown various scenes of um, Arya actually experiencing what all the people in King's Landing were. Yeah. So sure. I definitely think she feels the need to take a role as a faceless girl. And body the queen for justice for her, I mean, yeah. in her eyes. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's not even going to be about Jon Snow. It's nah. not even about who's the rightful heir to the throne. It's mm. just about justice. And Jon, who knows nothing and does nothing clearly in season eight, is going to be the de facto ruler of the Ashes. That uh, is King. Oh yeah. The thing is, there there could still be a twist in the tale. I'm just hoping nah. for something, but from my side, yeah, like, I, I agree with you. It's either it's gonna be Arya, maybe John's a killer. Either way, she's gonna die. Um, yeah, she deserves to die. It, yeah. it's just a very a, a shame to an excellent character. Mm-hmm. In terms of other things, pff, I, mate, <laughs> I actually have no idea what's gonna happen next episode. Mm. And I very rarely do. I I don't even care. Uh, yeah, I, I kind I kind of feel the same way. I'm I'm not even like planning on saying, hey, I was right. Maybe it really doesn't matter. Mm. Maybe Whatever that's the happens, point happens. of the screenwriters why they were rushing everything so that you have no expectations for episode six, and then it just it, it turns out to be great. You never know. That's not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be crap, but we can hope. In closing, uh, from our side, I think what's very funny is that, as you say, there's another theory that George R. R. Uh, employed all these shitty, shitty, shitty developments so that I can be like, oh, this were all bad. Control, alt, delete, and then just write a Changing. much better <laughs> ending exactly. for the books. Exactly. Anyway, guys, this has been the Binge League, <laughs> talking once again about Game of Thrones and all the shit that's in there. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Obviously, uh, remember to rate and like, find us on any of the podcasts, and yeah, uh, if you want to get involved in the conversation, just hashtag Binge League, and yeah, just ask us any questions, anything on your know. Yeah. And Boys. thanks for downloading. Yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Livepodcasts.fm Subscribe to this podcast at livepodcasts.fm or on your favorite podcast app. Subscribing to a live podcast is free.